into what didn't kill me, <laughs> but almost did, uh, technical difficulties. This podcast, and that's what didn't kill her this week. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious, if I'm being honest. Um, so what you're about to listen to in a little bit is just Lynn, because I was there, mm-hmm. especially in spirit. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but the powers that be have decided <laughs> not to let you hear her voice. <laughs> So it's an interview, a one-on-one, if you will. Um, <laughs> but it's an amazing interview, so I'm actually excited for people to hear it. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Yay. So, um, guess what time it is? It's time for Celebrity Stories. So this week, my celebrity story is about the one, the only, the amazing George Michael. Oh, applause. Bring oh. to get sound effects. Um, so George Michael was I almost just popular. started singing Freedom, sorry. I almost it, it almost I wish happened. Would have. I, wish, <laughs> I wish that would have happened. I also wish that when I start to sing things, you would remind me not to do that. Because <laughs> that would be helpful. <laughs> Moving forward. In any case, when I was in my younger days, uh, George Michael was very, very popular amongst the kids. Uh, we all had our Choose Life t-shirts. Um, we all had a crush on him. I mean, who didn't? Mm-hmm. He was like the ultimate, like, California boy. He really was. Well, even though he wasn't from California. <laughs> and, you know, not that that was the only thing preventing him from falling in love with me. But um, it's so funny because my, my best friend at the time, and still Chrissy, loved, I mean, she loved him so much. Um, so I think because she loved him so much, I just kind of went with, like, oh, then I love Andrew, who was the other part of who oh. I am. Okay, yeah. so I didn't Wham, have that. Bam, I am your man. Have on a job. You can't tell me that. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> ah, this is the fun episode. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we love, we hearted him. We grew, we grew up in, well, we went to school and lived in Orange County. So, George Michael was playing at the Palladium in Hollywood. Uh, So we um, threw ourselves in a car. This is a whole story. I won't even tell you the part about how Chrissy's grandmother wouldn't let us stay in her her apartment. She was a mean woman. (laughs) She was a mean, mean woman. I mean, we were children, basically. We were like 16 or whatever. And so there were, I, I can't remember, at least three or four girls and um, our friend Jimmy who we love to death but Chrissy's grandma decided she could only have one friend stay at the apartment <laughs> and she chose Jimmy so she sends the girls to sleep out on Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> on their own which we did Mind you. is this the part you're not going to tell us about Lynn? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into this part um, so we went to the Palladium like the day before because we were like, oh my gosh, if we're smart, we're going to see George Michael like at the Palladium. Like in dress rehearsal? Yeah. Okay. So we went the day before. I would my, my brain would have gone there too. Yeah. yeah. I'm always for that like yeah. little extra experience. 
So we're on the back side of the Palladium, and Jimmy and Chrissy decide, well, we're just going to break in, like, because they're, they're yeah, why not? you know, roadies or whatever. They're going in and out, so Jimmy and Chrissy are like, we're going in. <laughs> and so they go in, and they disappear, and um, <clears throat> they're in there for a little while, and then all of a sudden, this guy comes out the door, and it's freaking George Michael. Oh, stop it. I am not even kidding you. And so we, the girls that were out there, like, in the Hollywood Boulevard girls, Yes. Yeah. Mind you, I know it was my friend Georgina. I can't remember if there's anyone else there, but we are the only people there. It's not like there's hordes of people that had the same idea. This is the best there's story no ever. no one else there. Oh, my God. This story is so amazing. It was amazing. And I didn't, you don't even know it then. Yeah. How amazing it was. Oh, my gosh. It just would never happen It now. would never happen. <laughs> George Michael just strolling up the back of the Palladium. And we're like, hey, George, what's up? Did you talk to him? Uh, we totally, he chatted with us. Stop. I got his autograph. I had it for years just on a blank piece of paper. I cannot find it anywhere. But I know. Oh Oh I would never throw it away. I just don't know what happened to it. In any case. You guys can't see me now, but I literally have my hands in the air. I, I was so excited right now. Oh my yeah, gosh. it was amazing. Meanwhile, Jimmy and Chrissy were inside, so they never got to meet him. And she loved him so much. But they broke into his dressing room and were like literally ransacking his dressing room inside and hiding out, waiting for him to come back. Stop. And he never came back. So that was my George Michael story. And he was oh my lovely. But if I'm going to tag on to this, um, it, was a, it was a separate time, but they were performing again up, up in L.A. somewhere. And they were at, I can't remember what it's called now, but it was like La Bellage Hotel or something like yeah. that in West Hollywood. Um, and a friend of mine, I met, long, long story, uh, I had an awful blind date with a kid who worked at Kiss FM. And through him trying to impress me, introduced me to one of the DJs there, and we became really good friends. Well, friends at the time. Yeah. Um, this guy would, like, come up and have dinner with our families and things like that. So, uh, or I guess we would come up because we didn't live up here <laughs> in any case. Um, so he, let, he told me that they were having a party at this hotel. So this is how not how I my filter doesn't work and how dumb people are, but I just called his agent and was like, I'm supposed to go to this party, but nobody sent me directions. I don't know where I'm going, and someone needs to freaking let me know where it's happening. So they're like, sorry, here's the directions. Here's what you do. Here's where the party is. So we have, you know, we came armed with that information. Chrissy's parents drove us up to the hotel, and we got to meet George and Andrew because oh they're feeling about the hotel. Now, I don't remember if Chrissy actually said it. We did introduce her, but I think she had that Robert Wagner moment where she couldn't speak. Right. But I got introduced to Andrew or and introduced myself, and he was such a jackass. Oh, really? Yeah. That that killed my love for Andrew. And then we found out you didn't sing anyways, Andrew. Bye, so Andrew. were you really in the band? <laughs> no. Um, so that was my second George Michael story. Okay. So two encounters. Two in for the price of one. Yeah. And then we we saw him I you know, a couple of years before he passed at the forum, I think it was, or something, or the Staples Center somewhere. And it was probably, like, it was the most fun as adults, like, going, with, like, yeah. having that experience as adults that I've had in so long. And so that was a great moment, too. So uh, can I just give a shout-out to you, George? Can I give a shout-out? Oh, sorry. You can. Ahead. No, go, go for it. 
Uh, I just like we just love and miss you George definitely I just I was gonna give a shout out to father figure because that song oh my gosh so many when you go back in time like Chrissy had the face jacket that she wore everywhere and I mean there's so so many every time a year wake me up before you go go like I'm just immediately a 15 year old for sure I'm gonna go on my Spotify and download a bunch of songs today I have them on my iPad that I listen to in the car yeah I love it yay thanks for sharing with us you're welcome I really wish I could find that autograph go find it I can't it hadn't just taken over Mm -hmm. yeah I had it propped up in my jewelry box for years and years I don't know where that jewelry box is anymore but (laughs) maybe that's the question maybe that's the problem (laughs) definitely was I mean you know what I mean from like the time you know yeah oh Oh, a little, a minute ago. It's it was been a minute while. ago. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know what? I think we should get to your interview with Jenny. <laughs> Let's do that. Guys, here's my interview with Jenny. <laughs> so hi, Jenny. Welcome to What Doesn't Kill You. <laughs> like the last 10 minutes? <laughs> yes. Like if logging into this podcast didn't kill you, literally nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> good thing i had a mimosa in hand see there you go always <laughs> always a silver lining i love it um so jenny bobert is our special guest today um jenny's a friend a single mom an entrepreneur an all-around wonder woman and welcome to the show jenny thank you for having me i'm so excited to have you because um cindy and i've been talking recently about life after COVID and re-entering life basically after COVID. And so I know you have been um, having some experiences lately with life after COVID um, with your daughter. So tell us a little bit about what's been going on with getting her into school and, and how that's been going for you. Well, funny you should ask. Um, Today, I had a nice chat with the principal. <laughs> oh, no. She's, she started back to school this week. It has not gone well. She The first day, she went to the playground and never looked back. And then I found out when I picked her up, she cried at rest time. And then every day following, it got worse. The crying, oh. the screaming. And this morning uh, was pretty next level. She realized that if she could somehow not put her shoes on that she wouldn't have to go to school because she obviously has to wear her shoes at school. So it took me about 15 minutes to get one shoe on. And as soon as I was getting the second shoe on, she kicked the other. (laughs) I love that tactic. Oh my gosh. They're so smart. I should, we should, (laughs) by the way, reiterate that your daughter's three. Yeah. Um, I finally got her to school, but yes, I was, all she asked for is to go on the big playground outside at school. Um, Sorry, my dog wants to chew on the loudest (laughs) toy in the house. That happens all the time. We have a co-pilot, Jackson, and every once in a while, he's like, someone's in the neighborhood. Alert, alert. He only wants to get the loud squeaky toys literally at the moments that it is the least convenient, like right when Ellie falls asleep or if I'm on the phone or something. Of course. Anyways. Mom, give me attention. (laughs) Mom. 
So Ellie had, so there's a, a playground, a giant playground, and then one that looks like something that would have been the first slide she went down at like one year old yeah. on two sides of the school. So all she asks every day is, can she go on the, the big playground? So the principal told me today that because of COVID, that they have to break up the kids. Uh-huh. And so half the kids get the actual playground and the <gasps> other half get the joke of what's on the other side. Oh, no. And that is the only thing that she's asked for if she could yeah. do it. I said, what would make you like school? What would make it okay? I just want to go on the playground. So I'm a little frustrated. I'm like, okay, you know, everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's adhering to all of these guidelines. I mean, my sister's kids in Austin haven't been wearing masks at school for a while. Um, They've been going on playgrounds since January, and they have not had any uptick in cases or whatever. So, yes, it is supposedly getting our way to life after COVID, but I feel like every time... I'm like one step forward. Yeah. COVID takes me still two steps back. Yes, I feel you. I have a feeling too, like um, my my son, if I go to the trash can, he cries. You know what I mean? He's like, you're out of my side. They can't because it's been a year with him stuck to me like glue. It's been longer than a year. I calculated, uh, I think it's been 15 months or something since Ellie's been to school. Yeah, 14. I mean, it's, it's a long time. And for younger kids, and especially us being single moms, there's no, you know, Ellie doesn't see anybody but me. And that has honestly made this even a little more torturous. Because when she's screaming, Mommy, don't leave me, Mommy, don't leave me. Oh, it's heartbreaking. It is because I'm the only person in her life that is constant. Yes, exactly. Uh, I feel your pain. I really do. Um, Today was better yeah. though. So at least I finally, you know, I bribed her as best <laughs> I could right before yeah. she left. So one hey, of the- we got to make it happen. However we can make it happen. You I know? know I'm, I got a, a birthday present for her, even though her birthday is until August. Cause target had this awesome special on these, like the, their version of American girl doll stuff. So I, I bought a couple of things early and now I'm going to have to give one to her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I you know, it, you. whatever works, right? It is. It's whatever works. Like I, I know there's, you know, some judgmental folks and I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I was probably one of them before I had a kid. And now I'm like, here's your iPad. Here's your snack. Right, here's right. your breakfast of chips and a brownie. Now and, leave me alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> Give mommy 10 minutes to write an email. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I it's, do. What, it's whatever works. And you know what? He's not going to suffer for that. <laughs> I might suffer a little bit when he's like, hey, why can't we do what we did yesterday? But no, I, I totally feel you. It's just, it's, it's been quite an adjustment being home with them. I mean, I love it. And then I'm terrified of what happens next. So I totally get it. Time will tell, I guess. Yeah, this was supposed to be my big, my big week back to like getting my life together. Yeah. After having to deal with the throes of 
Zoom with a three-year-old, which makes yeah. zero sense to me. I'm- so you mentioned business has been a bit of a struggle this year. I know a lot of small businesses have suffered and I'm sorry it's happening to yours because we love your business, Bites of Love. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard of it, it's magical deliciousness that is also also fits into our lifestyle, which my son is gluten-free and dairy-free. You have vegan treats. And um, tell us a little bit more about Bites of Love. Yes, it is dairy-free and gluten-free. It's an entirely vegan, so no animal products used whatsoever. A vegan, gluten-free, soy-free brand of products, but I have cookies, granola, all, all different types of products. Um, Which I have to say, like, just in general, I mean, I think you were way ahead of the game when you started your business because we hadn't quite hit that craze of gluten-free and vegan um, like we are at now. But also for the autism community, I don't know if you're even aware, but the but most most autistic kids are gluten-free and dairy-free because they're two of the things that mess with your brain right. the most right, right. are dairy and gluten mm-hmm. and your gut. And so it's so fabulous to have something. I mean, we've tried every product in the country, but um, there are so few things that actually taste good that he will, he will eat and um, he will eat your delicious chocolate chip cookie dough bites. <laughs> well, I'm glad that makes me very happy. Yes, that was not really in the forefront of right. my of what I was doing, but I did in a lot of my research because I started about seven years ago while I was bartending, literally while I was bartending. I was making these treats and bringing them yeah. to eat at work. And I had shared some with a friend of mine who was sitting at the bar one night and the gentleman next to him overheard me explaining that these were these vegan gluten-free <laughs> little raw bites that I had made. This is not a product that I'm currently making, but this was the yeah. trigger. And and my friend was like, oh my God, these are delicious. And then the gentleman next to him said, oh, did you say they're gluten-free? Can I try them? My son is gluten-free and he hates everything that I've bought for him. And I yes. said, sure. So I just cut off a little piece, threw it on a bar napkin. And he was like, wow, this is delicious. Could I maybe yeah. buy some from you? And being me, <laughs> like always having these big ideas, which I usually just keep as big ideas in my head. I don't really ever take the steps to bring them to life, but this was, this was different. And I, all the pieces kind of fell into place. The friend that I had, had been sitting there who I'd shared the first bite with once I said, oh yeah, maybe I should like start selling these. Maybe I should start a business. <laughs> Yeah, I, they were heart shaped. I had this mold that I was making them in that was like a heart shaped ice cube tray. Yeah. So I said, Oh, I could call them like love bites. And then I started looking and love bites was already website was taken. I said, what about bites of love? And so all this is just spilling out on a quiet Monday night behind my bar. Yeah. And by like three o'clock in the morning that night or the following morning, technically, 
um, the friend who I'd been expressing all of, like, I just, the ideas just started spilling out. Yeah. And he sent me what was my very first logo at three in the morning. He was a graphic designer and he's like, just, it inspired me listening to you. And I just threw this together. And I thought once I had the visual of like a brand, I got so excited. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. Like I'm doing it. And that was, uh, that was the beginning and things went really well. And like you said, I was a little ahead of my time being a bartender and working in restaurants. I didn't have a lot of money. So I kind of just had to, you know, grassroots build my own little brand. And I think within seven months, I quit my job and decided I was going to go all in. And I did. Um, And it, it took off. I mean, it was, it was almost too easy in the beginning <laughs> yeah. um, that I think I wasn't prepared for some of the failures to come down the road. Right, right. Sure. And this has been an incredibly challenging year to everyone. But um, for someone whose livelihood is a small business, how have you been um, like, how have you been keeping it together this year? Well, I don't know if I say I've kept it together, but, <laughs> but um, I have tried and I, yeah. I've had, you know, I started doing Airbnb with the studio in my backyard of my house that yeah, yeah. helped me survive. Just, I'm just a survivor. So, you, are. you know, as That's far as sure. my, my business goes, I, I really, you know, tried to learn about selling on Amazon I tried to hire somebody to help me with ads and promotions to build my online business. Yeah. So some of that was successful, obviously not to the amount of success that I had previously, but the good thing is, is that a lot has shifted and yeah. now there's a lot of online like um, yeah. distributor Retail, markets yes. and wholesale yeah. markets. Uh-huh. So I've gotten in with some of those and got some accounts in other parts of the country that I wouldn't have had access to otherwise. That's amazing. So there's good and bad with everything. I mean, a lot of uh, my accounts, sadly, the the little coffee shops or juice bars oh, or yeah. healthy grocery stores, um, they are done. They're like, struggling too. No, they're yeah. done. Like they oh, closed gosh. for good. Oh, that's a lot so of them did not survive and that's really tough. It is. And so I'm, I'm thankful for the business model that I had, that I never had a brick and mortar or something yeah. that could have probably sank me during yeah. this, this last year. So I think when we look at things, there's always something to be grateful yep. for. Absolutely. Always. Yep. There's always a silver lining and, and there's always sometimes they push in a different direction or you push to, um, in the direction you're going. Um, but you know what I mean? Sometimes you just need that push. And so it's, it's better to look at it. Uh, something good will always come out of it. And I will say just comes out of I taste it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I actually, it's funny because I did kind of, 
you know, I, I started an offshoot brand of like at the beginning of the year too, just thinking about, because I was kind of feeling depressed and my body was not where I wanted it to be. Not, not on the outside, more on the inside and my mind and all of it. And so I started researching some like little ingredients that I could be adding to my smoothies or something that could help kind of try to reset. So I had, had dug into a little bit of research there and decided to make some powders too. So I'm just at the early stages of launch, launching the um, Bites of Love Botanicals, which are just yes. powders and chocolates infused with these adaptogens and that's thing. amazing. And I'm loving those. And so maybe that, that will take off. I don't know. It hasn't yet, but I haven't, I, with zoom school, I literally have had <laughs> no time to put into it this year, but I'm I ready know, but- to kind of tackle that now too, and see if maybe that was something to come out of all of this that will, will be very rewarding down the road. I, I have no doubt because you're such the mindset like you seem just like when you set your mind to something you just make it happen so I really don't doubt that um we'll be seeing those these botanicals around like if I'm shopping at Whole Foods or on Amazon or um but I'm excited because it's just right up our alley we're always looking for you know calming essence Mm -hmm. and you know things uh, that that can work in our life that are absolutely natural ingredients and, and all of those things. And so it's so wonderful to have that resource. So thank you. Yes. Um, But I'm just super excited for other people to discover it who haven't yet. And I think there could, this could be like a whole new, um, you know, dawning of bites of love and the botanicals as well. I hope you're right. We're excited. <laughs> I know. I um, did just submit everything to Whole Foods, so I'm waiting to hear back on that. That would be life changing. I think <laughs> such a obvious fit. You know what I mean? It I, is, I, in my opinion. They don't even have. They have a lot of stuff that's vegan. They have a lot of stuff that's gluten free, but they yes. don't have a lot that's like everything free like mine, even nut free. So many kids have nut allergies and a lot of the gluten free products use nut flowers. I agree with that. If I were you, maybe, um, have you looked into sprouts as well? They do have more of, um, both for my, for what my needs are. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have tried sprouts, but you know, it's a whole it's the problem is it's like everything in life. Like, yeah. you know, when I moved to LA and thought I wanted to be an actress, it's like you can't get an agent unless you're SAG and you can't yeah. get your SAG card unless you, unless have, an you have an agent. Yeah. So it's always a catch 22. Kind of the reality in the food business too. It's like none of these major retailers want to take the chance on bringing you in unless you're represented by one of the major food distributors. Right. Like you can't get in with these big food distributors unless you have one of these giant accounts. So I'm like, yeah, not again. Like, yes, I know. Right. <laughs> it feels like starting over. Well, I hope that um, this at least reaches people to and 
sparks their interest enough to to try the product because I don't think once you try it I don't think there's any you know doubt that oh hey this is the real deal and let me just tell you I honestly I have tasted all of it and most of it is crap and that stuff's in the big the big box stores which I'm just like you know it's sad and also if you read the ingredients on um, the majority of gluten-free and dairy-free, especially gluten-free, if you, you take out gluten and then you substitute an enormous amount of chemicals. Right. It's awful. Um, it's really yeah, awful. It's, it's really bad. So for those folks who are like, oh, great, that's gluten-free, um, yay for you. But for me, I have to, I have to analyze exactly what is in it. Um, because there are all kinds of things that Elijah could react to that you just, you know, certainly not going to be on the front of the package. Well, this um, is like a lot of people are on this no sugar craze and yes. get it. A lot of sugar is not good for anybody. Right. But I use in some of my products, I only sweeten with organic maple and dates, but yeah. some of them, like my cookies, I use organic brown sugar. Nice. And I use very little, but I would much rather use that than something that has been processed and converted into something that is sugar free. Yes. But when you touch it, like I bought some xylitol once. Oh, yeah. To try to bake with it because it's in all these keto products. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll make something keto because that's what everybody cares about. And I like opened the bag and the powder, the, the chemical. Yeah, smell, smell. Mm-hmm. knocked me like I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, well, how does anybody think that this is healthy? Yeah, because you have big money behind you convincing you that it is, and it's not. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'm just I'm more of like a natural ingredient person. I'm not vegan, I'm not gluten free, but yeah. I can eat mostly gluten-free and I've been vegetarian my whole life. Like, I mean, since I was way younger than most people that I had ever known that were vegetarian, I didn't know (laughs) another vegetarian until I moved to Houston when I was like 12. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not vegan, but I am eat very limited dairy products. I mean, I'm lucky I don't react to it. It's just a choice that I'm such an animal advocate that I, I started the business more out of the, like that, that world. Yeah. I also have so much appreciation for clean eating and how that helps our bodies and our children and that's the thing when you bring a kid then into the picture you're just like wait a second why would I poison you knowing we poison you I know (laughs) know? crazy what is legal in this country compared to some of the other countries the dyes that is in a Uh, lot of food yes I mean that's a trigger for so many kids so many yes agreed um and so toxic um, it, I just, I mean, people are like dumbfounded by the skyrocketing cancer rates in this country. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, well, look at what, what you you're think? eating. Yeah, you, you're choosing cancer every single day. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, you know, with a lot of families, they don't have a choice. You know what I mean? Like they're not, 
in a financial position right. to have better choices in their supermarkets and, and things. And, and that has to change as well. That 100% I mean, has to change. I set one of the first things I said, I did a pitch for Shark Tank a long time ago. And one of the very first things I said is I want to be in like every Walmart or, you know, somewhere that people of lower income shop and deserve to have healthy, clean choices of food that are affordable to them. Yeah. And it's getting better. Like I will say the, the price point for the ingredients that I use that back when I started seven years ago yeah, was much higher. The demand is bringing it down. That's good news. It is good news. <laughs> <laughs> Lower prices means more cookie dough bites forever. That's right. And trust me, they're delicious. <laughs> um, Jenny, thank you so much for talking to us because this, I think, is 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 actually it is important. I feel like, you know, we can, you can only do so much, but you have to start somewhere, especially with, you know, clean eating and, and, and better health and keeping our kids mentally clear and capable. It starts, you know, with what you're putting in their bodies. And I think this is huge. Um, especially I call, my, I call them, I have to just say this quick cause I call them yeah. gateway food. Like I didn't want to make, cause there are things out there that are like so healthy. They're just, you know, seed butters and dates and, yeah. and you know, things that don't taste good to a lot of kids. I mean, it depends on how soon you introduce them to things. Yeah. But I wanted to make something that somebody who had been eating meat and dairy and all these things for their whole life could still taste and be like, wow, this is vegan. Yes. So I kind of joked when I first started and I was doing all the demos and like, because, you know, you're you're saying, hey, do you want to try this cookie? It's vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, nut-free. And people look at you like. like and uh, taste-free. Yeah. So what is it made of? Like cardboard? Yeah. But I wanted, I it was so important for me to have people know that something ha- could taste good. No, it's not, it, it's not in the product itself going to cure cancer. Right. But eating, you know, shifting your life to a more plant-based focused diet, eliminating GMOs and preservatives and all these things could prevent cancer in your life. Absolutely. Yes, it could. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, yes. I just wanted to say that there, it's not like some crazy health food tasting thing that they actually appeal to people who have been eating butter and egg filled cookies and products their whole life. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like I haven't been for quite some time eating, um, cookies filled with butter and sugar. And, but you know, then it's sort of just, you almost get used to a taste that's tasteless or, you know what I mean? Right. It's like you crave something, but you just can't find anything to, satiate that craving and and you make a wonderful product and you should be very proud and I'm so happy that we even get to talk about it because it's really it's great and it's it's just so 
I'm comforted by the fact that I have something, you know, like I can give my kid and I can feel good about it. And I don't have to stress about what reaction I'm going to get behavioral wise or other afterwards. Right. And you can snap you- on it too. And yeah. not be like, Oh God, that was like really gross. Yes. Yes. Or like, Oh, I've just wasted a whole week of working out because I had three <laughs> right. cookies. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I'm so glad that you asked me to do this. This is Yay. the first little <laughs> foray into a podcast. It was Yay. awesome. You're awesome. And you're awesome. Grateful. Oh, well, thank you for, for talking with us. I really appreciate it. It was so wonderful to have you. Um, I hope that everyone will want to reach out and taste Bites of Love. We're going to put all your information, your contact info, your social on our social pages and in our episode listings. Um, you are available on Amazon, correct? Yep. And at bitesoflove.com. Perfect. L-U-V. Thank you again and have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um. It's time for maybe my favorite part of the podcast. Jailbreakers. Yep. I think we love it so much that we're going through cards really quickly. I know. I know. <laughs> we, Anna, we need a deal breakers part two, I think. Um, do you, can I go first? Yes. Okay. Um, they want to take you to a strip club. <laughs> I mean, like just once for fun, like we're in Vegas or something, that's fine. But if it's like every weekend, no. Correct. That answer is correct, you guys. <laughs> Um, they ask how much money you make. I'm fine with that. Me too. Their father is a drug lord. Nope. <laughs> but I have a lot of questions. <laughs> so yeah, maybe we hang out for one more night and ask maybe a bunch we of questions. questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what you know could kill you. I so know. You so might I'm not out. Want to ask I'm those out. Questions. I'm out. They have a waterbed. <laughs> By the way, I dated you and not as cool as you think it is. <laughs> I would seriously, I mean... So, really, if I really, really liked the guy, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but we would be getting rid of the waterbed. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you would be. Trust me. <laughs> and also, put enough water in it. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Um, one of their exes has a restraining order against them. Oh, that would just be such bad news to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I guess I'd have to figure out why, first of all. Yeah. I mean, is the ex just a loony tan? psycho? I yeah. Know. I don't know. I, I, I would, I, I would have a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine this being a deal breaker for you. They attend Comic-Con every year. <laughs> You're like, but we, at least we get to see each other. <laughs> so that was my whole marriage. So yeah, <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine with that. Um, they give you a bottle of cologne. I don't know how to like take my that. favorite perfume because I do like my favorite perfume as a gift. They give you a bottle of cologne. Now, what does that mean? They think it gives smell? you cologne. Oh, I don't know. If it's a few dates in, that would be weird. I feel like if it's cologne over perfume, that would be weirder. Yeah, but also don't do that because you don't know what my <laughs> you don't know what I want to smell like. I'm very specific. I have only one that I, I like. have only one. Yeah, and I rarely if ever change it so yep. don't do that me too they drive a minivan i am totally fine with that i mean it's fine mm-hmm. it's up to you i mean i'd rather you drive a minivan than a tesla to be honest really yeah kind of why no because 
some of those people are super pretentious. No. Teslas are so, like, cool and common now. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Those are my, that's it. Okay. Questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's do this. They have quite a few serial killer biographies on their bookshelf. Oh, I'm going to go with Deal Breaker. Not really into that. No. Well, here's the thing. Whether or not you are a serial killer, you're interested enough and know enough about how serial killer minds work that I'm not comfortable starting a relationship with you. Red flag, for sure. Red flag. Okay. They are a registered sex offender for public urination. God, no. I'm sorry. Deal breaker. (laughs) I don't care what you did. Bye. They live in an RV. Can you really get... A sex offender registration for peeing in public? Even when I read that, I think because you're exposing yourself. Oh, oh. So, yeah. Got it. Either way. Just don't do that. I mean, if we're out hiking, that's one thing. Is it, though? It is. Is it? Well, I mean, sometimes you have to go. Yeah, but do you? When you're out hiking, do you do that? I had to one time. Oh, man. But I hid. I mean, I was like, (laughs) I was totally hidden. Okay. Then I had to go to the bathroom. I mean. And it was a seven-mile hike. Oh, so I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know. Is this a deal breaker for our friendship? (laughs) I I mean, it's a red flag for sure. (laughs) Are you a camper? Do you go camping? Yes, but I don't usually pee in the woods. I'm not good at peeing. Like I'll always pee on myself. So there has to be a potty. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It doesn't matter how it goes. If I, well, that's the problem here. Cause that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like if you're on a hike for a day, there's really no, I don't know. There's no reason. Just wait. Well, you know what the reason is. You've got to pee. <laughs> uh, I think for me, I might just be deal breaker. Well, the original question for sure is a deal breaker. This like <laughs> sidebarred into like, do you pee when you camp? Like, yes. Yes, of course I think do. 99% <laughs> at the campsite pee ground, you know? Peapot. I don't know what it is. They have toilets for that that kind of thing. (laughs) We almost don't have time now for questions. Oh, man. Okay. Wait, did you answer they live in an RV? I did not, but I would have to say this in today's 2021, it's a deal breaker. Because you're homeless. Well, you live in an RV. But so do homeless people. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, they can't afford to. Well, I don't think this person's homeless. So can he they just likes gas. He just like or do you no. Say just, he just likes like Dean. He likes He's to be Dean. on the go. Exactly. Okay. Um, a deal breaker. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Fair enough. They believe in time travel. Um, you can believe whatever you want to believe. Just because you're a dum dum doesn't mean it's a deal breaker. They breed alligators. You're a dum dum. Okay. Two more. Their mother does their laundry. I mean, my mother does my laundry, so it can't be a deal breaker. She does. Yeah, she That's loves it. So sweet. So I'm like, go for it if you need. She does Elijah's laundry, I should say. I no longer give her mine because I don't like her comments. <laughs> oh. This okay. outfit is atrocious. Oh. This sweatshirt was really dirty. What did you do? Like, come on. Give me a break. That is so cute. Yeah. Um, they have a 14-foot python roaming free in their apartment. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we actually wouldn't get... Uh, like, I'll never meet your python, unfortunately. 
you don't get that far. I don't know why this made me laugh. You find a kilo of cocaine in their car. <laughs> We're too old for any of these we questions. We are way too old for this. Okay, let's end on a sweet one then. They okay. invite you to be their date at a wedding. Well, yeah. That's sweet. I think you should go. Um, yeah. I've done that once, and it didn't turn out well. Oh, why? I got really drunk. Oh, and boy. Had, <laughs> well, the cake had, like, dark user green iced icing. <laughs> Wait, what? It was, like, they had, the cake had, like, forced green icing. Mind you, I was, like, 21. We've already talked about we don't like forced green. Yes. As a color, anyway. Yeah, well, you don't like it twice because... <laughs> It was a horrifying night for all all involved. Let's just say that. I actually don't really want the details. I can already imagine. You can use your imagination. (laughs) But also going back to the cocaine under the seat. (laughs) That's a problem for sure. But I remember when I was really young, not underage, but I, we were in my boyfriend's car and I just like, why does it smell like a skunk? In there? Oh my god! <laughs> and he just kept making all these. Like I was just too naive to so really to understand naive. like what what I was smelling. Yeah. But he had like a bag a bag of pot stash under his seat, and he didn't want to tell me. But I was like, it's so weird. Like it just smells like a. Doesn't it smell like a skunk? Oh in my there? gosh! He's like, oh, Lynn, yeah, you're so like, cute. Oh, Good thing you're so pretty. Yeah, just shut up and be pretty. Like. But I didn't smoke pot. I didn't know. No, you didn't so, know. You were young and naive. I was really young and really naive. Can I just talk about really quick the the date to a wedding? So this is yeah. just this. I you know I love dating stories. So I went out with this guy recently, and we had so much fun. We went paddleboarding and like went and grabbed food after, and he was super fun, and I I liked him, but I didn't want to. I don't want to date him, right? Like yeah. he was he was super fun, but I thought at the, as I was driving home, I was like, oh, you know what? If I had to have a date to a wedding right now, uh-huh. I would totally ask this guy because he would be like the perfect guy to bring to a wedding. Like fun, but no super commitment. fun. Yeah. 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 But what happens if you like wanted to meet someone else at the wedding? Oh, that's a good point. If I needed a date. <clears throat> Where I went wrong with my previous story <laughs> was I asked the guy to go with me to make an ex-boyfriend jealous. Oh, and no. that's where it all went wrong. Yeah. Needless to say, I don't think he was very jealous when, you know, <laughs> maybe it was bad. <laughs> Eek. Eek. Okay. Totally get it. So, super fun. Super fun. We're going to need more cards. We are. Well, we if really... anyone has any game suggestions. Yeah. Let us know. We love games. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yay. All right. Everyone be good. Be kind. See you next time. Uh-huh.